Toasties. I'm Missy, here with my bestie Johnsy. Hey y'all. And welcome to our Toasted Shenanigans. How you doing over there, kitty cat? I'm struggling today. <laughs> Don't even. <laughs> I just called you that because of your kitty ears. I love my kitty ears. I love them too. They're so cute. I love I, them. I've been staring at them. They're so adorable. <laughs> I like that they, they light up. All different colors. Yeah. Yeah. I love my headset. They're it's very cute. I like it too. Now, how are you doing I, over there? <laughs> you asked me, so I gotta <laughs> ask you. <laughs> Struggling. So, like, you have this little light up thing. Is that the power button, or is it supposed to have like a mic on it too? That's my mic. <gasps> Look at you. <laughs> Did that, you like that? The fact that you pulled that out, I got it. That was fucking cool. It's like a hard shit. on, right? Holy hell. <laughs> That turned me on, and I I don't even like gaming like that. I got a boner. I loved that. So Jackson wants for Christmas a gaming headset. Oh, okay. So I'm gonna have to have to do some research, ask around, talk to Sean maybe, and and my brother on some good starting ones for him. Mm. Yeah, I was about to say these ones might be a bit much. Those are those these are, are bit- cra- these are cracking. And I love them. I don't know what you just said to me. Uh, when I heard Kraken, I'm thinking of a pirate ship that's being taken down by a giant squid. <laughs> it, they're made by Razor. They're called a Kraken Kitty Edition. Cute. I just like the kitty cat yeah. thing and the fact that you pulled that out like that. That was hot. <laughs> don't even know why that turned me on, but it did. Fun fact, guys. <laughs> now you all know a little bit about me. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> what you got in your cup? I went to good old Reliable, got my Moscato, and you know what? You could fuck off because when was the last time I had this? It's been a while. It's been a minute. I've been having all different sorts of mead on here. Yep. And I was actually supposed to go there today. Unfortunately, I didn't get to though, but that's okay. It happens. So I think I've got something I've I've brought on the show before, anyways. But it's a tropical beer hug. That's what it's called. I think I've seen you with that before. That's a cute can. yeah, I needed a beer hug today. This, this, is, this is perfect. <laughs> yes, it is. This is perfect. 10 out of 10. <laughs> oh, I double checked oh. the beers that I got you, which you, we still haven't been able to see each other to get that to no. you. And um, I did not get you the zombie one, but I got you a really cool. There is like cool character thingies. You'll like it. I can't wait to give it to you. I can't wait to like. I'm gonna record it. I can't guys. wait to see your face in person. Fuck seeing your I'm face. I smush my cheeks on your cheeks. I was gonna say I can't wait to touch you. <laughs> <laughs> we sound like perverts. <laughs> hey, they say that if you can't, if you don't question the sexuality when you're with your best friend, are you really best friends? You know that's a very true statement. <laughs> Oh, gosh. If, if our yeah. men aren't questioning if we were going to leave them for each other, <laughs> are we really best friends? <laughs> Very true. Very true. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, what I'm coming we... for your woman, Lloyd. <laughs> and I got a hard on now. <laughs> All right. Let's All right. behave. Let's, let's Tone it down. Tone it down. <laughs> Anyways, uh, what are we, we talking about? That. Okay, so this is another cannibal story for everybody. And you all seem to um, really love that one. Yes, <laughs> very much so. So 
our story, I'm not going to give you too much detail now, okay? But we're going to get right into it. It begins with three individuals. Ooh. And I am horrible at all of these enunciations, so just bear with me. But there was George, Isabel, and Bruna. I like and that just Bruna. It's fun. Bruna. I knew you fucking would. <laughs> I knew you fucking would. How did I know? We don't talk about Bruna. No, no. no. <laughs> oh, God. Don't. It's going to be in my head. Oh. Anyways, just to give you a little background on the three. Um, George was born in 1962. I don't have any birth dates or whatnot. It was very hard to find any information on these three individuals um, as most of it is all in Spanish and I am illiterate in Spanish. So we learned that with the Pedro episode. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) He was born in 1962 in Portugal and sometime in his teens, he supposedly killed a 17 year old. Um, And the 17 year old's name was Luciano Severno. That sounds right. But George, I'm gonna I'm gonna assume it is. George was acquitted of the murder charges due to lack of evidence. Okay. Don't really know the the scenario on that. Couldn't find anything on it, so is what it is. But later in life, George attempted to kill his elderly mother. Oh shit! Um, after he stole eighty grand from her. Oh damn! Which he used to buy a home. Oh, great guy, right? Hey, he bought a home for eighty grand. We can't do that nowadays. That's true. <laughs> well, this is what Portugal, so <laughs> that must have been an elaborate house. Not even as a Portugal yeah. though, but it's like what it had to have been like what elderly mother he born in the early sixties. That had to have been at least like mid eighties. So that sounds about right, even for America. Even maybe even later, because if, if she's elderly, I'm assuming she's up there in age. That's true. <clears throat> But anyways, Isabel was born in 1962 in Portugal as well, and she was raised in a very poor Mormon household. Ooh. She, um, Her family attended church quite a bit, and while attending church with her family, she met and fell in love with George. Aww. Yeah. And they dated throughout their teens, and they eventually married in 1984. She was allowed to date him in her teens? It must have been secretive. It could have been. I don't know. I found it was kind of odd. I didn't. I, is there a lot of Mormons around there? I that that part weirded me. If out anything, first, I would be gonna be. Yeah. If anything, I thought they'd be Catholic, or some sort of. Yeah. Yeah. But interesting. Carry on. Anyways, at their wedding reception, um, George had thrown quite a fit, and I don't know what it was over. Nobody said, but. He threatened to kill all the guests in the family at the wedding with a knife. Oh, lovely. Mm-hmm. Take the alcohol so needless away. To, <laughs> needless to say, this hindered all of the relationships with their friends and family. And the couple began to isolate themselves and not speak to anybody. Hmm. Now, Bruna was born in 1992. Oh, she's younger I, than us. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't find much about her upbringing, but at the age of 16, she started attending a gym. And this gym was also the same one where George would actually teach some classes. All right. Getting his fitness on. Yep. 
And while attending some of these classes that George was teaching, the two began to get to know each other very well. Creep. A little too well. Creep. You said she was 16? Mm Mm-hmm. That's fucking gross. Now, I I don't know exactly at what time they, you know, meshed it all together, but either way, it's disgusting. Yes. But eventually, the two started, you know, developing feelings for one another. Ew. And they fell in love. Ew. Remember... He's married. Yeah, that's why. So this is all sorts of ick. Yeah, and they're religious, so he would never ever leave his wife. No, just cheat. Got it. Mm -hmm. So George made a proposal to Isabel and Bruna after telling his wife Isabel that he still very much cared for her. He no longer saw her as a wife, but as a mother. Ew. I mean, they both are old enough for Bruna to be their parents, her parents, so. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, that's going to that's gonna hurt Isabel. I, I don't even want to think about what it did to her. But she still loved her husband, and she made a vow, so she was going to keep it. Okay. And George, of course, knew that she would never leave him anyways. So he proposed to his wife that maybe if they brought another woman into their marriage, both of them could be happy again. So Isabel agreed to the relationship, and Bruna was happy to complete their little love triangle. Ew. And they were all completely head over heels for each other in love. Ew. Is it, Mm -hmm. okay, is it, I don't think it's Mormons, though, that do, like, the sister wives thing. No, it's the Mormons. Okay, so it's typical for their religion. Got it. And they mm-hmm. and that sister wife thing where they have the multiple wives. There's times where they have wives that are like children because I I think the belief is, and whoever is more educated on this, please correct me if I'm wrong. It's like it's they do that because their responsibility is to take care of them. Mm-hmm. Correct. And it, I mean, it's fucking gross, but teach their own stuff in my business. What makes you happy? <sighs> None of my business. You're not hurting anybody, so. Uh, but anyways, they live they live together in harmony. Uh, um, at least there's harmony, peace, and love. Can't say that much for people today. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were pretty happy for years until George decided that he wanted to invite more company. Of course. Into the home. Mm-hmm. That's typically how it goes. Yeah. So Jessica Camila was a young woman who had a daughter at the age of 22, and she did not have an easy life at all. In fact, uh, she had been living on the streets with her daughter, Aww. and she was desperate to be anywhere that wasn't on the street. Oh, yeah. Um, and I believe George and Bruna kind of had noticed her on the streets and the child. Aww. So they approached her one day in 2008. Oh, gosh, this was not com- long ago. No, this was not long ago at all. And in 2008, and convinced Jessica to work as a domestic worker in their house. And they would help take care of her daughter and they could live in their home. Hmm. Uh, Of course, like I said, she was desperate, so she accepted. And she honestly believed that things were looking up. Um, She's going to have a new life. Things were going to get better for her and her daughter. But unfortunately, after a few weeks... Jessica and her daughter moved in with a couple, and George and Bruna began to start to complain about her. 
and it was due to the fact that Jessica was somewhat daring in her dressing attire. Mm, and they and, were religious family. Mm-hmm, and she did go out a lot at nighttime. So it got to a point where George and Bruna decided to kill her due to her inappropriate behavior. George and Bruna and did es- it. Correct. I wasn't seeing that. Very quickly. Oh, wow. Um, so George attacked her and stabbed her in the neck. Golly. And they left her... Mm-hmm. They left her to bleed in the bathroom and later removed pieces of meat from her legs and arms and they ate it together. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. Now, what's the most unfortunate about all of this? Jessica's little girl. I was about to say, she, was... witnessed, she witnessed all of it. Oh no. And she even had to participate in eating her mother's own flesh. Oh no, sweet baby. Mm-hmm. How old is this kid? First off, did it say? Did you say? I do not know. They didn't say. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nope. I believe her name was Victoria. That was about as much as I could find about her because it's still 2008. She is still a minor. So they're not going to release any information on her. Okay. Um. So Bruna, after that, then decided to take the identity of Jessica. And she registered Jessica's daughter as her and George's daughter. Bruna is now Jessica. And poor little Victoria, if that is her name, is now daughter of George and Jessica 2.0, if you will. Ew. The fuck, Mm -hmm. people? What's more upsetting than all of this is that Jessica's daughter would actually be used as bait. For the next victims. Excuse me? Mm-hmm. Oh, sweet baby child. Yep. Years later, February 25th, 2012, I'm going to assume this name is called Gasili Helena. She was 31, and she was murdered by the trio. The trio? So, so she just, was a- So, um, Isabel? Our little- Or the little girl. Isabel, the trio. So all three. Oh, Okay, I was gonna I was gonna ask about that because she was not part of Jessica's death. The the first one, Isabel. Yeah, it was Bruna um, and George. Or, it, well, she was still kind of part of it. She did eat. Oh, okay. Jessica. She so. ate her. Okay. I would still assume. Yeah, I did. Okay, I would still assume well, I mean, she was part she, of it. Did she know? I'm gonna assume she of knew. She's she helping. With Either the way, eating people is wrong, Missy. Well, yeah, it's wrong. We don't eat people. I, I mean, <laughs> no, in a fun way. Well, wink, true. Wink. <laughs> they call it eating out. That's completely out. different. <laughs> Anyways, back to our story. Behave. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is just fucked up. I mean, I. Armin was like, his was sexual desires. This is just fucked up. Gosh. Just just wait. Oh, gosh. So, Gasilli. She was murdered on February 25th, 2012 by the three of them. Um, she was first approached by Isabel. Isabel enticed her by promising her that she'd become a nanny at their home and that they would help her learn more about the word of God. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. And little did she know, she'd be killed in the married couple's house just a few hours later. Oh, gosh. They wasted no time. No time at all. They That one escalated the quickest. Got it. Mm-hmm. 
And it was something similar. They bled the body out and removed parts of the meat and liver. And they buried the remains in the backyard with the remains of the first victim, Jessica. Um, but Isabel, this time, took the meat and made empanadas. That's what you were going to do. Mm-hmm. You wanted to so, make guys, a little treaty treat for yeah, this episode. But shit happens. We were supposed to be in person. Yep. And I was going to make Missy some empanadas. And I was going to wait to see her face. <laughs> I'm like, no. Until she, <laughs> until she realized she was eating an empanada. God. Yeah. So the married couple, the mistress, and the daughter of the first victim, they ate the empanadas. But it, they believed that it was for a purification ritual. And the rest of the empanadas, because as you know, it would have made a, a lot, um, they sold to the rest of the neighborhood. Ew. Does this sound familiar at all? I know two stories that that happened with. I know a really popular one. Yeah, we all do. One of your favorites. Not really my favorite, just. I said one. A very interesting mind. Another great mind. Not great as in like what, what they did, just like. Yeah. I talked about my favorite one. And let me tell you, if you guys haven't listened to that episode, I understand why I love that 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 one even more. No. You haven't connected it yet. What's one of your favorite movies? Oh, my favorite movie. Oh, yes. Gosh, yes. Sounds yeah. very familiar mm-hmm. with that one. Yeah. Except for there was, so, n- there was no sexy barber. Yeah, there's no sexy barber in this one. Sorry. Damn. I did what I could. Johnny Depp, I love you. <laughs> One of these days he's going to hear that. <laughs> a month later, on March 12th, they found their new victim. And it was 20-year-old Alexandra Felicio, we're going to say. Okay. Um, this time, the couple used the same tricks they used with the first victim. And Alexandra, she was new to the area and she was looking for work. So when the couple offered her a home and a job as a nanny, oh gosh, she jumped on it, of course. Yeah. But of course, they carried out the whole same uh, purification ritual. So they killed her and bled her out and removed pieces of her meat plus the liver and buried her in the backyard with the other two. Isabel cooked it up, used it as filling for the same empanadas. They ate those empanadas between the four of them, and the rest they sold back to the neighborhood. So they're getting their fill of food at home, almost for the mm-hmm. free, and profiting. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. George didn't work a whole lot, but we'll get to that. Clearly. He didn't need to. mm So, of course, this always happens. Every serial killer. Well, not maybe not every, but most of them. They all make a mistake. Of course. And these three made the stupidest mistake. I'm not surprised. They don't sound very smart. They're eating people. (laughs) So in this case, the three of them, after Gasilli's death, so number two victim, um, they took her credit card. And went on a little shopping spree at five different stores. So, of course, the victim's family hadn't heard from her in a while. 
and being mindful and watching her credit card activity, noticed the activity and quickly alerted the authorities. Um, and the authorities found it very interesting too as well. So they immediately opened an investigation. And so as you would think, they started looking through the store security camera footage and they found out exactly who was using the card. Um, but they were a little surprised when they saw that it was an image of an older couple and some random woman. Now they needed to find the individuals, which it took a while. Um, but they did find them. Of course. Mm -hmm. And when the police arrived at the home, they found George, Isabel, and Bruna and the daughter of the first victim, Victoria, we'll call her. Um, at first, Bruna pretended to be Jessica. Because remember, she's Jessica 2.0. <laughs> Although later at the police station, she actually told the truth and she told them everything oh. about what they had done. Oh, that was easy. Mm -hmm. So when the police got there and, of course, they're going to collect evidence, they did stumble upon something very, very interesting. They stumbled on a 34-chapter, 50-page book that was written by George. And the name of it was called The Diary of a Schizophrenic. Oh, shit. That was a turn. Mm -hmm. I wasn't expecting that. Um, and he basically used that book to tell his reality and delusions with his said disease. And basically, he recalled some of the stories um, from when he was younger. And even though at a very young age he was showing symptoms of schizophrenia, his family was never aware. But in one of the ones I felt was a little interesting, in his book he recounts that he began imagining a pair of friends, one black and one white. The pair of friends waited for George on the patio of their home. Um, they were waiting to play with him when he came back from school. And one day, he just didn't want to play. He wasn't in the mood for it. And he told them to leave, and they just wouldn't go. So he decided to get his dad's help on the situation because he had enough. Well, his dad went to tell him that he didn't know what he was talking about because there was nobody on the patio. And there never was anybody on the patio. Hmm. And that's when he George really kind of realized that he saw things that nobody else could see. At least that's the way he put it. Mm -hmm. So he thought he was gifted. I mean, when really we know he was, it was just hallucinations. Mm. So also in that book, he broke down about a spout that he had with schizophrenia one time where he freaked out and basically had a meltdown. Um, and Isabel contacted the police in fear of his, of her life. And, he was arrested and he was hospitalized for 27 days in a psychiatric center where he was ultimately diagnosed with schizophrenia. Oh, and that's how he found out. Okay. Um, now, of course, he got help there. He was put on medicine and he went back to living a normal kind of stable life. Good for him. But this was about the same time where Bruna came into the picture mm. too as well. And I don't know what happened in between him and Bruna. I don't know if he stopped taking his medication or maybe it just wasn't working. Maybe it worked for a short amount of time. That does happen. But he, mm -hmm. 
he convinced Isabel and Bruna to basically be part of his little cult. Oh, shit. And and they called it the cartel. Oh, no. (laughs) And the intent of their cult was that they wanted to reduce the world's population. Um, And it was due to the rapid growth of evil in the world. So they ate the empanadas because they believed if they consumed their sin, that it would purify them. And they fed the neighbors, not just for financial gain, but in hope of purifying their neighbors as well. Mm. Mm -hmm. So in 2014, the cannibals appeared before a judge for the very first time. And they were actually sentenced for murder, rape, um, the cult. And they received, well, George received 23 years while Isabel and Bruna got 19 years each. And that was for just Jessica. Oh, okay. In 2018, they went back in front of the judge and they were sentenced seven or 71 years for George, 68 years for Isabel, and 71 years and 10 months for Bruna. That's about it. That's where our story ends. Not much else is known about them. Um, in George's book, it is com- surprising. It's very well written, but it is very confusing. And it's very illustrated, extremely illustrated. And he talks a lot about, um, he does talk a lot about murdering women in there. Um, but he feeds on this invented reality that he's just made up. Um, in his last chapter of his book, it's odd because George says goodbye by saying, all that I revealed, it's not for me nor anyone. It's just in my mind. Hmm. So mm-hmm. that story took a turn right yeah. at the end. Um, I mean, obviously some sort of mental health thing was going on. Mm-hmm. And... I mean, obviously, schizophrenia does fit the mark. And I don't know if it's from doing the research of, like, Charles Manson that I really try to not go straight to that when it comes to serial killers and and stuff like that because that seems to be everybody's go-to diagnosis. Oh, they must be schizophrenic, which really puts that bad Mm -hmm. light on that mental health condition. But – as knowing somebody with schizophrenia, this is what it looks like. Yeah. I mean, and this, like I this... said, it makes, it makes sense. It checks out now. And that mm-hmm. it probably fully explains the brawl at his wedding. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, yeah, that was. explains a lot. That, that, you're sitting there like, why all of a sudden is he attacking people with knives? And I'm thinking, I'm over here like, oh shit, get the alcohol away from God. Obviously, he's an angry drunk. Mm-hmm. But they're religious, so he probably wasn't even drinking. Mm-hmm. So. Mormons don't drink. So, no, that wasn't alcohol. That was a hallucination was probably happening, which would explain now, I mean, especially since, you know, finding out that he was actually hospitalized because she was also fearful for her own life at one point. I'm really Mm -hmm. glad he got the help. Um, Bruna obviously did something. See, we don't talk about Bruna. (laughs) I can tell you that even though my mom is now medicated, you will still get 
spouts of like craziness of crazy stories right i'm I'm sure i'm i'm definitely sure even though he may have been medicated i'm sure there's still something you know that drived his beliefs i'm sure why did isabel see isabel knew though why did she not maybe she thought that just letting him have the the second person in their marriage would have been okay to keep him at bay but why did she not jump in and like do more. She knew he was schizophrenic. She was she in denial, you think? Denial unfortunately or unfortunately, I mean I know we'll never know. I mean, this was very at the end, it's kind of very recent. I mean, 2018 was their final conviction. Mm-hmm. And they're sitting Correct. life in prison now. No word on mm-hmm. little little girl where she's at. Um, she is now living with her great aunt, and that's all I could find. I'm probably keeping her very. Oh, that poor child is so so scarred. Mm-hmm. Poor baby. Yes. But yeah, no, I don't know why Isabel or Bruna didn't do anything. I don't know. They obviously were something's wrong with them too as well. But well, I'm wondering more so Isabel than Bruna. Bruna was a young kid herself. I mean, even if she was 18 by the time they mingled, you figure okay, they met in what 2000 and. 12 when she was 16 you said i think yeah because she's born in 92 okay so at that point 2012 he was 50 she would he was 26 like, at the trial at the final trial yeah and he was i mean when he met her he was 50 mm-hmm. that's gross he's definitely old enough to be her dad mm-hmm. uh, either way all the way around it's a very sad story they're all fucked up. Very much so, though. Schizophrenia or not, they're all. Oh yeah, up. absolutely. We don't eat people, guys. Don't no. fucking eat people. No. When earlier though, when I was referencing, there was actually two murderers, serial killers that fed people, people, and ate people themselves. Mm-hmm. And one of them was selling it at a truck stop. I don't think Dahmer sold his. No, he he saved that all for himself. Yeah. But no, they were uh he was dubbed George was or Jorge, whatever what it is. Uh George was dubbed uh the new Sweeney Todd. Fuck that. Is he hot? Doubt <laughs> it. And also no, Sweeney Todd no, got thrown into not. the um the the oven, so very true. And I, I don't Well he's kind of in an oven. He's was thrown in prison. Yeah, see Sweeney Todd in Portugal. Died. Sweeney so. Todd died. Don't get that out of here. Take that out of here. He is not Sweeney Todd. <laughs> no. He's not skilled enough. Not skilled enough. And, and unless you're Johnny Depp, you're not hot enough to be Sweeney Todd. <laughs> and I mean, unless Isabel is as sexy as Helena Bonham Carter, get out of here, I, guys. No. No. <laughs> no. You, no. How many times did we see that movie in the theaters, though? Um, I think we lost count. I think we did. Or now we're so old that we've lost count because <laughs> that was years ago. <laughs> 2012. <laughs> Actually, no, it was like before uh, 2012, but neither here no, nor I there. I think we were still in high school. Yeah, <laughs> we were. It, whatever it was. It was it like was the, it, I think ago. it was like just right out of high school. So that. Yeah. Anyway, well, thank you. I'm glad you did not feed me empanadas. I'm gonna look at. Uh, I'm gonna. I really wanted to. I'm. I'm gonna look at empanadas with a little more um, suspicious looks. 
for a Look, while. They're so tasty. I know. Now I want one. I know, you could feed me an empanada right now and I would. I was going to say, now I want one. <laughs> Damn it. Well, thanks. That was a nice little weird turn of events in the story. Yeah, yeah that was that was nice. Thank you. You're welcome. And I thought you enjoyed it. I'm glad that that little girl, at least, she's gonna need a lot of therapy. Yeah, somebody needs to pay for that. I hope. Yeah, I hope she. I hope she's going to be okay. I'm, I hope she is okay. As of right now, seeing on how early it was that they just got. I mean, that she got basically rescued. And all that, she's she's probably in the very early beginning stages of getting over what she had witnessed and been part of. I just hope she knows she's not a bad person for it. It sounds like in the situation, she had no choice. Yeah. I mean. I mean, I'd like to think. I, hopefully there's some kind of like, I don't know, hypnotizing her or something. Something to help her forget that because I don't, I don't know how you... That's got to be a rough one to live with, yeah. eating your mother's flesh. That's. Yeah. Nonetheless, all the other people, but her mother alone, that, that's got to be rough. I want to just say, though, for the record, sweetheart, just because you had a rough life doesn't mean you go murking people later down the road, please. Yeah, don't do that. I'm so... No more empanadas. Unless they're actual real empanadas. Not people empanadas. And yeah, like beef or chicken. And we won't talk about Bruno. <laughs> no, no, no. It was my wedding day. <laughs> oh, God. So he's uh, stuck in my head. Good. Just randomly. You'll be like, Bruno. I'm going to say Bruno instead of Bruno. Oh, you can thank your sister. I still go around singing that one damn song she got stuck in my head. Which one? The bees in the trap. Oh, gosh. She does, too. Don't worry about it. Oh, my God. It doesn't leave. God. Every time I, I hear it, I hypnotized. Still, every time I hear it, though, I only think of Samuel Jackson and his pink wig. Well, I do, too, but it's so ca- damn catchy. It doesn't fucking leave. <laughs> it's, like, stuck in there. Oh, gosh. You look scarred. <laughs> You're like, I kind of am. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, like always, make sure you like, follow, share, subscribe, hit that bell, tell your friends, sing it from the rooftops, all the all the shenanigans of getting us out there to your other peeps in their ear holes. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you again if you are sticking <laughs> with us with our fucked up shenanigans that we're in of this whirlwind of fuckery. If, Whatever we're doing. <laughs> if we come and go in and outs, just please stay tuned no matter what. Every Sunday, check in. If you don't see something, it'll be there later. Disclaimer, just in case. And if you want to know <laughs> what the fuck is going on, why are you not following us on Instagram? Why are you not following us on Facebook? And why are you not following us on TikTok? Because we would let you know there if there's an mm-hmm. episode missing. Just saying. Make sure you get out there and do that. Or follow us on or email us if you want. I don't care. Go on our website, toastedshenanigans.com. But until next time, guys, as I keep on rambling here, we'll see you later. Just shut up already. Bye. Bye.